<laughs> Welcome to the Talking Downey podcast with Mario and Eric. My name is Eric Pierce, editor of the Downey Patriot, and I think you all know my co-host Mario Guerra, former two-time mayor of this of the great city of Downey. How are you, Mario? I'm doing good, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see you. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, you know, it's funny because I remember before we started this podcast, the the conversation was, "Well, what are we going to be talking about in Downey?" Yeah. There's a lot to talk about There's in Downey, week around. after week, and you know, even with the Patriot, we never run out of things up to write about to cover. Yeah. There's a lot going yeah. on right now. Yeah, yeah, and this is well, this one's a crazy week. You and I were talking about what topics to talk about, and. We're all over the place here this morning. So what do you want to talk about first? Well, I, I think the big news this week is there was a city council meeting uh, Tuesday, and the city council appointed somebody uh, to District 1. Uh, it's, it's on an interim basis, but they appointed Timothy Horn uh, to District 1. Uh, Mr. Horn is going to be replacing Blanca Pacheco, who resigned in December. She was elected to the state assembly. Uh, so we have a new council member, Timothy Horn. Uh, do you know him? My question to you is, who the heck is Timothy <laughs> Horn? No. I've only lived here 50 years in the city of Downey, and I've never met him, never heard him, never seen him, couldn't tell you. Timothy Horn. Uh, Timothy Horn. So, how, uh, yeah. I'm well, laughing because it, it's almost kind of ridiculous, you it, know? It, uh, Somebody that nobody knows, he kind of came out of nowhere, and he's now on the city council. Yeah. So there was a great line that Jay Leno, it kind of brought his show, The Tonight Show, to a different level when he had Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant was his this actor that got caught on Hollywood Boulevard with a hooker on a side alley or something. Mm -hmm. And he was his first thing was on Jay Leno. And Jay Leno looked at him like, what the hell were you thinking, right? <laughs> so my question is, what were they thinking on the Downey City I, Council? And, and I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't know. So there, there were four candidates. Right. There was um, there was Horacio Ortiz Jr., uh, Hector Lujan, um, who, who, who am I missing? Uh, Elvira Moraz, uh -huh. and also Timothy Horn. Uh, going in, I don't think either of us expected Timothy Horn to be any kind of viable candidate. I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think no, so. No, it's like because he'd never been involved in the city in any shape, shape, Do you order. know? I'm asking you because you're very involved in the city. Do you know what he does for a living? No. No? I've never met him before. Do you Nobody, know where you I went thought, to school? I had 10 people. No. I where, had 10 what are his goals? Me. I don't know. Oh, I do know his goals because I watched the thing. He wants to have better lighting for the schools, for the school down there, yeah. which would be great if you were running for the school district, not the city council. Right. And then he wants a parking placard so you can't park between 7 and 9 in the morning and so forth over there and on the school parking lot. I saw that. And when they asked him, well, what would you want for the city or what else do you think our city needs? And he kept coming back to that. It was just kind of in a weird way that that was yeah. just his one issue, which not necessarily bad, but the way he did it, you know, I think you were, uh, Alex Dominguez wrote a great editorial uh -huh. yesterday that I read. It wasn't, so he wasn't the first choice. He wasn't the second choice. Mm -hmm. He wasn't the third choice. <laughs> And to be honest with you, the fourth choice should have been none of the above, should have been mm -hmm. leave it vacant, which had almost happened, right. which I think was probably the logical thing. Mm -hmm. uh, besides, you know, I think Hector Sosa, uh, I mean, Hector Lujan was more qualified for, mm -hmm. especially for an interim like that. 
but this came out of left field because under the term of you know um, compromise, right? Mm-hmm. They compromised because they were two two on everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's good compromise. No. So this guy is going to have one fourth vote, uh, maybe one third vote. Uh, excuse me, one fourth vote on voting on the next city manager in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. He's going to be have a full say vote along with the other council members on voting one of the most important things you could do. And he doesn't seem to have the working knowledge of what the city does, let alone the council. And we, we, we don't know. He's a total unknown. We don't know anything about him. We don't know politically, you know, which way he, he's inclined to lean. We don't know what his, you know, overarching goals are for the city. We just don't know. It's such a big unknown for the city. Yeah. I'm really surprised that they didn't leave the seat open. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't really make sense to right. me. Well, the argument was, oh, we need to run the city business in case, you know, if Catherine Alvarez does get recalled, then there would only be three of them left. And, and if one of them had to, you know, uh, couldn't run, couldn't vote on it. You know, like uh, uh, Councilman Trujillo can't vote on downtown because mm-hmm. he owns property in the downtown. So, you know, you'd only have two left and stuff, which is a valid argument, but that's not a reason to appoint somebody that's not probably qualified to do right. it just because of that reason. So I'm sorry, I'd rather leave it vacant. The city will run. You're going right. to pay the bills. You're going to write the, the register. You're going to do all these things. I don't know. This is too big of a risk. Uh, it I'm, doesn't I'm, make sense. I'm disappointed. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really disappointed because I feel like the city makes a little bit of progress and then it takes, you know, a couple steps backwards. And I, I just, I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't, I don't understand. I felt we were making progress, Yeah. you know? And I mean, I was glad of, you know, Councilman Sosa, I mean, this is only his third council meeting. I, I liked the direction and the dialogue he was having. He was trying to come I did too. to a compromise and everything else. And, you know, he was even asking Catherine Alvarez, so what are your thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. in the dialogue? And she was being real defensive. Like, I don't have to tell you. You can't make me tell you. And it's like, it's because dude. She, it's because she doesn't have any original thoughts. Yeah. That's my yeah, yeah. that's my take on but it. But you know what? It was weird because if she's really fighting the recall, by the way, we'll get into it real briefly, but the recalls mm-hmm. on Tuesday, okay, if she was really fighting that, that would have been a great show that she really is fighting for the resident. Mm-hmm. She keeps saying, I'm for the people, I'm for the people, but you can't explain yourself. That would have been a good opportunity. Why were you voting those things? Mm-hmm. At one point, she she then brought up her nomination uh, towards the end of Elvira, and it got seconded. And that's when Councilman Trujillo said, "You guys should think hard about this vote, you know, because mm-hmm. we've had things in District Three talking about Catherine, yeah. sort of, you know, things and scandals and stuff." And then and then she like, "Okay, I would draw my my." Mm-hmm. Nomination. So again, so she would basically follow whatever Trujillo would want, mm-hmm. and they were two-two on every single thing. Right. And I'm not glad. And Horacio Ortiz withdrew himself, so that was honorable and, and nice to be mm-hmm. due. So then the logical choice is Hector Lujan. He'd been on the planning commission. He'd been president of AYSO. He's an educator. Lived in the in the district for many many years. You know, it's not a carpet bagger. Didn't move in a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. I, I, you're right. It, it felt like we were making progress. And progress there probably would have been a point nobody. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And and Hector Lujan, I, you know, like you said, he's been around for a while. And you know, the the other candidates, uh, Horacio and and Elvira, this isn't a, a knock on them at all. But they they, in my opinion, kind of came out of nowhere. They they showed up six months ago. 
they they did all the right things. They're they're joining service organizations. Check. They're they're attending gangs at Downey. Check. And they're 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 you know they're they're making donations. Check. All the nice things Check. that they're doing. Yeah. But this all started six months ago, yeah. where Hector Luhan has been doing this for years. Yeah. You know he'd after and he's run for city council. He lost a few years ago. He, he lost to Blanca Pacheco. He, he lost to Blanca Pacheco. And that was a, you know, a good rate. I endorsed them both. I endorsed Blanca Pacheco and Hector Lujan. At least we know who Hector Lujan is. Yes. He's not some unknown. Yes. And he, I think he's kind of earned a yeah. seat at the table. Yeah. Um, Timothy Horn, we just we don't know anything about. And this isn't a slam on him personally. I, I don't know him. Yeah. I just, you know, Timothy, it's Timothy Horn. I've never met a Timothy that I really like, to be honest. <laughs> you know, why not Tim? You know, oh, if, it, if it was a Tim, you yeah. know, I, I might trust him more. But Does he go Timothy, by Timothy? Does he go by Timothy? Uh, well, that, that was on the paper. That yeah. was on the paper. Have you guys, as the Patriot, give us some inside info here. On the, have you guys called him for a quote or a comment as he returned your call? Uh, Alex Dominguez is, is, is working on that okay. story. Because, you know, to be completely honest, so, so the way it works, we're, we're obviously the Patriots a small staff so going into meetings we kind of have to prepare ahead of time right. and I'll be honest we didn't we did not see Timothy Horn being selected right. we did not see it we right. we thought maybe one of the other three right. you know but Alex Dominguez is working on that and we you know we're recording this on on Thursday afternoon uh, tonight is when he gets sworn in and so yeah we'll learn more about him but it's going to be after the fact, you know. We we'll get to know your council member, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I I was I was disappointed. I thought we'd come further than that, but you know, I, now we just have to support him and hope to do the right thing. And we hope, hope he, he does, does the right. We thing. hope he does the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of goofy on there. So, Mara, let me ask you. So, the city council is going to be selecting a city manager. Mm -hmm. Is that process all done behind the scenes? It it what it is uh, yes and no because yes. you've been involved in this yeah process. yeah no I I yeah I hired Gilbert Levis mm -hmm. and I I helped the transition with Jerry Caden mm -hmm. and uh, the council appointed Dave Gaffin and myself to be the liaison with Jerry Caden mm -hmm. uh, and, and his folks and then to work with the headhunters mm -hmm. to get the the Gil Gilbert Levis we yeah. we luckily had him as the deputy city manager. Uh, so the answer is yes and no. What happens is you have, you, you narrowed it down to five and then you narrowed it and then the whole council interviews them all in closed session. Okay. And then you rate them and you have the discussion. As long as it's agendized, it's public, it's, it's, um, uh, you know, it's okay for the council to talk among themselves. It's not a brown right. guy because you agendize that. That's but the what public doing. isn't going to know the names. No, they? no, yeah. they're not. They're not. And some of them is, you know, like any other job interview, you know, you want to protect, you know, if I'm working at a particular city and right. I'm interviewing, maybe I'm the deputy city manager mm -hmm. and I want to be sure. a city manager mm -hmm. here. So, and, and I hope, uh, yeah, you don't want to, you know, ruin my, sure. my job that, that I currently have. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that kind of makes me, and I hope that they're looking at, at current city managers. Mm -hmm. You know, Downey is too good to be a step up. Mm -hmm. It could be the perfect person, but until you're a city manager, you're not a city manager. Right. There's a difference between being assistant city manager and being city manager. There's a right. big difference right. when it all falls on your shoulder. So I don't want us to be a stepping stone. I hope right. that we're, we're not. We shouldn't be a training no, we're base. Not. We should we're have not. somebody experienced. But yeah. then again, you, you look at the current situation, the political climate in Downey, is it still a desirable job? I think it is, but you know, it's, I, I, I don't know. Are we still gonna get the best of the best? I, I, I don't know. 
I guess also it depends on how much the city is offering in terms of compensation. You know? It should be a fair, I mean, we're a, a decent sized city and, and you know, that's that should be a priority. So I'm not so worried about the compensation, what it is. Mm -hmm. Although you got some city managers, I mean, you got the, look at the guy in Montebello. Right. Uh, I mean, so Rene Bolivier or something yeah. like that. He had been at other ones, Southgate, other cities. Mm -hmm. So he gets a job offer from Santa, Santa Monica, Monica for like a huge amount increase. Mm -hmm. So Santa Monica, you know, gets his blessing. He's going to take the job. Santa Monica makes a big announcement, yeah. right? Their council votes on it. They make a big announcement in the whole thing. And then when he does, then Montebello offered him more. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, thanks, Santa Monica. But it was done very public. Yeah. It is like something's wrong there. Right. You know, you got to make up. You got to know what you want for him mm -hmm. to have stayed or not. Right. And negotiate and work it out before. So poor Santa Monica, it's kind of embarrassing for mm -hmm. them that they announced their city manager. Sure. And then the guy turned him down after the fact. After right. he said yes. Mm -hmm. So that was, I hope. I've heard his name mentioned. I, I've heard in, he's in not the, one of the ones interviewing because yeah. then it is, and it's going to be well over $300,000 for somebody that, mm -hmm. anyways, that sure they want Santa Monica or Montebello or, yeah. or other cities that he's had. So, anyways, I'm talking too much about behind the stuff, and I'll get no, a call from Mr. Bolivia, but <laughs> it's, it is what it is. It, it, it's interesting because Downey is, is, you know, Downey's going to be selecting a city manager. What do you think in the next few weeks, couple yeah. of months? Yeah. Or? As soon as Mr. Horn. Figures how to push the yes button. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm uh, still on this thing. It's not, it's just not ideal. Mm -hmm. It's just not ideal. And so anyway, but okay. So let me give you good news. Okay. So last night I'm sitting on the corner. I had 15 phone calls to, to return. So I'm down there at the, at the corner, right? The mayor's corner. The mayor's corner. Thank you. But it's, you know, maybe the city will name it that someday, but that, it is but, but I can sit there. We, other people can sit there. Yeah. There's no toll fee. Okay. <laughs> not, not only you're welcome to sit there. Uh, anyway, so I, at the corner there, uh, Downey and second street, that's where we hang out a lot. And it was getting darker, and there was a couple, an elderly couple, taking picture of the man, mm -hmm. the statue there, standing on his thing, uh, in his hands, right? That public art. Mm -hmm. So I started talking to them, and I said, "Hey, don't forget the coins on the bottom, mm -hmm. ha ha, and the whole thing." And they said, "How come you know so much?" They asked me about what we did in the corner, and I just mentioned, "I go, well, I'm, I'm a former mayor here, mm -hmm. and this is downtown Downey is my love." Mm -hmm. And I said, "Have you seen Doodalicious?" You know, Don mm -hmm. Lampkin saying. So we walked over there and I helped explain what everything was and yeah. stuff like that. And they said, we lived here 50 years ago. Uh, we live in the valley now and we just came back and we can't believe how beautiful this downtown oh, is. Wow. You know, this is gorgeous with the lights, feel safe, the public arts on stuff. And it made me feel really good. Yeah. So we complain sometimes, we that live here, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we don't see the beauty because it's right in front of us. Right. Uh, and you and I remember when the downtown was completely dead, and you and I are both involved here in the downtown and the re-energization, if you yeah. will. And it made me feel good. I took a picture of them walking away. Oh, here's a funny question. They said, mm -hmm. "Could you tell us where the roller skating banana is? Because oh, we want to. We've been told about this, so we want to walk over." I go, sir. It's about two blocks over on the right hand yeah. side, in front of the market over there. How funny! So, yeah, yeah. So, I love that banana. So, yeah. I know not everybody does. There's a lot yeah. of critics of yeah. it. I 
I like the banana. Yeah. It's I like the banana. I wish cool. the banana should have been more exposed over here. Uh-huh. I don't like the butterfly thing in front of Ola. That just okay. seems like, uh, Yeah, know. yeah. The banana oh, really gets her attention. Yeah. Kind of that would have been really good here. Mm-hmm. The upside down guy, you see all kinds of people. I'm looking out my window there. Yeah. And you see all kinds of people trying to recreate yeah, it. Yeah. I, I've tried it, but I would break everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't get back up. After yeah, yeah, that. yeah. No but kidding. That's so. a good story. It's a good reminder of how far we've come. Yeah. And, you know, we can't, you know, we get caught up in the weeds sometimes. But yeah, the town yeah. is still making good progress. Yeah. It's all good I, I like some of the stuff of the city council that they now, you know, get rid of the video for all these crazy gadflies that use the bad words and yeah. stuff. It seems like they're they're uh, uh, pushing it to, you know, to restore some order and some sense on there. Yeah. So I like that. I watched it late at night, Tuesday night. Uh, I had a church uh, event, and then I came back, and I listened to the whole thing, and I'm like, Good. I don't want to have to see them. Yeah. And it's bad enough I had to hear them, and yeah. they were threatening them to kick them out if they kept going, yeah. as they should. Absolutely. As they should. So. And anyway. I'm happy that we have Hector Sosa on the city council. Yeah, I am too. Because after too. you know eight years of Sean, uh, of or Sean not knowing, Ashton, yeah, it, know, it was kind of refreshing was, to have somebody there who yeah. is motivated to do work on behalf yeah. of the residents, yeah. which I really believe and he's doing. Is willing to call residents back. Is willing to ask you know, pertinent questions, uh, and everything else on there. So it's, yeah, no, I, I do enjoy Hector and, um, you know, the city council's gone to, is, you know, we used to have really good city councils. We, we used to, and I think it was you who was, I think you said this publicly, if not, we could, you know, do this part, but remember you said, this is one of the worst city councils the city's ever had. And are you okay with, with us talking, with saying that comment? Yeah, I, I mean, think this the last one was, and this one, as long as you have certain people on yeah. there, it does. I mean, well. Because well, we used to have, you know, the Meredith Perkins and the David Gaffins. Yeah. Uh, we have the Alex Sobs. We had Rick Rodriguez. We had really good, solid yeah. people on yeah. the city council, and that yeah. kind of went away. The, the fact that they voted five or six times, and it was a two-to-two two vote, mm-hmm. And, and some of them weren't even, it was just on what they wanted politically, you know. So, and you can tell that. I mean, you know, Councilman Trujillo, you know, Horacio Ortiz seems like a very nice young man. I'm yeah. serving with him on the uh, planning commission. But, you know, he recently went to D.C. with him. They're mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. And then Trujillo let it go that, oh, when he runs uh, in November, he's going to have, you know, Gar- uh, Congressman Garcia and Janice Hahn and Blanca Pacheco already supporting him, you know, endorsing mm-hmm. him. So he kind of let it out of the bag a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so you're pushing your vote sure. in there. That's mm-hmm. all you were doing. Mm-hmm. While Hector Sosa, a Hector Lujan, is, could be, you know, a neutral, at mm-hmm. least an experienced voice. So, and then you had, uh, you want to talk about Elvira, your paper had a story about Elvira, the other yeah, candidate. Yeah, sure. Well, she's well, going to be well, running for council. She's running. She's running for for city council. So she'll, she'll be running in November. So the November election is still just to finish Blanca's term, right? So it's only for a one year term. It's only for two years. For two years. Two years. Yeah. Oh well, no, no, for one no, year. For one, one year. year. One yeah. year. You're absolutely right. And I'm then sorry. they'll have to run again. Right. And so you know, this is actually. And, and we'll get back to to Elvira. So even if they, if if they run and they win. In November, they'll have to run again next year. Right. But then they're going to be trimmed out, right? So all they can do is five years? Um, no. All they, you, they, well, do you see I, what I'm saying? I, I don't know about the replacing part. The city charter is very clear that our term limits are you can only turn in nomination papers for twice, twice. to the city clerk. Right. So I don't know about filling in a seat, but you may be correct. 
Interesting. Uh, you may be correct on there, but that's something that we should look at and bring yeah, back. Yeah, because potentially they could only, it, it would be two terms, but five years total. Right. I don't know. Right. I'm just, it just no, 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 that's right interesting. Now. We should. That's that's a discussion yeah. for another point. But, yeah. um, so, so no, uh, um, Alex Dominguez wrote a story that there was, Avira uh, uh, was the, the subject of a mutual restraining order. She was involved in altercation outside of uh, Gallatin Elementary. She claims that she was attacked. Um, by somebody, it, it was it, it was a messy story, you know. Mm -hmm. To to be honest, it's not something that we enjoy doing. But I think if we learned anything from 2020, is that we have to, the you know, the press, including the Patriot, has to be a little bit more um, aggressive. I think in reporting and investigating, you know, candidates' backgrounds. And I, I think it's important because I think when somebody's running for public office, you become a public figure, and residents have a right to know their backgrounds. They have a right to know about their candidates, you know? So, well, you guys, you took a lot of criticism, I know. I got a lot of texts on it and so forth this week. Um, but you guys gave the candidate an opportunity to, to tell her side of the story. Oh, definitely. So no, so, definitely. Yeah, and th yeah. that, and th the criticism had, had to do with some of the terminology and also the, the date of the incident, which happened in 2012. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, I feel if you're running for public office, you're a public official, right. it's, it's, right. it's going to come out. It, it deserves to come out. You do know? you think, okay, going back to 2020, do you think that the paper, because you were running at the time on there, mm -hmm. do you think the paper was kind of like reverse nepotism? Like they didn't want to show nepotism and going after Catherine, you, you excluding you, and they basically, it was kind of a hands-on, they didn't want to make it seem like they were partial towards you, right. so they went the other way too much, because maybe that would have come out I on think Catherine. so. Oh, I, so, I, I, I think so. Because you took yourself out of reporting I did. the election. So, so 20, and I think that's a perfect example that I, you know, it, it's a matter of trust, but in 2020, I didn't. I was not participating in the political coverage of the, right. the Patriot. That was, it, it was right. it was other people. Right. And I think you know the, the the Patriot, you know I've been accused of weaponizing the Downey Patriot against Catherine Alvarez. If that was true, you know the Patriot would have been a lot more aggressive in 2020 and reporting right. their their the background. And I, being completely honest, I think it was a failure of the Downey Patriot in 2020. Because I remember, remember back when I don't know, ten years, or twelve years ago, when Gabriel Orozco was running for city council, <laughs> yes. he had a bunch of DUI. He was running for district four. No, district five. District so five. Wait, district wait, five. wait, wait! Not a bunch. I said it before. Not one. Mm -hmm. Not two. Not three. Not four. He had five. Five DUIs. Five DUIs. Five, five DUIs. I found that out. You, can you imagine if you hadn't reported that? Oh, yeah. I know. And that that was because I ran his background, and we did his we searched his criminal history, and we reported it. That didn't happen in 2020, and I think that was uh, that was a failure of, yeah. of, of the Patriot. I can't believe. I tell you two things that stand out. Mm -hmm. When I saw him and I asked him, a few of us asked him, what were you thinking running with five DUIs? He goes, well, there's nothing wrong with that. I mm -hmm. paid the tickets and I'm not allowed to drive anymore. But but it's like, boom, number one, he yeah. thought I was right. And number two, he made a statement that I'll never forget because the school district, rightfully so, uh, was so upset that somebody running for council would mislead the public. Says, mm -hmm. well, there's only 60% of the kids in Downey Unified graduating. Mm -hmm. yeah. And everybody like, what are you talking about? Where right. do you get, oh, I know, I have inside people. But the inside people, Dr. Brosmer, Dr. Garcia, mm -hmm. the people that know in the elected officials, it's like 90 some odd, high 90s like percent. 96 percent. Yeah, yeah. graduate. So 
So again, that's when we as a community gather and we take pride on that. We can't have some idiot repeating saying something that's just not true. Right. So, but you guys took a lot of heat this week, and and, and, and for, people, yeah, you know. and you know, it, it's public. It's, it's public information, and people can vote for whoever. People can make a decision on who they want to vote for, whether that information is relevant, how important it is to them personally. That's a personal decision. But all I'm saying is people have that, that right that Sure, right to know. sure. There's a lot of things. You should know both sides on there. I mean, I know that, you know, that story came out because I was sent these anonymous things. And, and then I let in. And you want to, you know, he said, she said thing. Mm -hmm. You want to talk to her. So I talked to her. And you saw, mm -hmm. uh, you know, some of the things that, that they said on there. So she had an opportunity. But it's and, true. And, so and people it, should know. And they make their choices. And, and it's never anything personal. Like, I'll say this. I, I've, I've gotten to know Elvira a little bit on a personal level. She's super nice lady. Yeah. She looks like a great mom. She just joined Kiwanis. I'll say the, the same thing about Horacio. Yeah. Super nice young man. He looks very ambitious. Yeah. I, I like both of them. Oh, yeah. Personally. No, I, I, it's I, not I, personal, just but people have yeah. to know. I've, I've met Horacio several times. I'm now working with him on the planning commission. Mm -hmm. I voted for him the other day on the planning commission. Mm -hmm. Very nice guy. I, I wish he hadn't moved to District 1 within mm -hmm. a month right. on there to run Absolutely. for it. He, if he ran in District 3, I might even support him, you know, because or at least endorse him. But when you endorse. run to a district, when you move into a district, yeah. just to run for that office, that yeah. leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It, me too. Mm -hmm. Me too, and that's and that's one of the things I resent, you know, mm -hmm. that, that that people do that, and I have nothing about that he won't do a good job or anything, but don't go there chasing it and, and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I and remember people accused me in 2020 of moving into the district yeah. just to run, which is kind of ridiculous because, uh, as if I'm going to buy a buy a home just so I could run for office in that particular no. district. That's so okay. crazy. Okay, but you got to go further than that. Yeah. There's some idiots like that guy at the at whatever newspaper in Cerritos on yeah. there that just likes to make up his own stories that I gave you $50,000. I lowered the price, something like 50000 he wrote in the story, so you could do that. Mm -hmm. So I was willing to take $50,000 mm -hmm. $50, from my family, from my grandkids, to sell you this six hundred thousand dollar condo that he says was worth seven hundred thousand or six, it's like, are you kidding me? I wish. What, well, no kidding <laughs> on there. But again, I'm sorry. I like you, Eric. I'll loan you a hundred bucks here and there, whatever you want, you know. But I'm not going to give you fifty thousand no. dollars. I'm sorry for any candidate to run. I'm not taking that away from my family. No. So just the 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 idiocy of of what he said but he brought it and there was a gadfly there's one of these city gadflies mm -hmm. that came to the planning commission the other day and brought yeah. that up yeah it's like okay. i still hear about so, it yeah i know i know the so, thing ever so dude you owe me forty nine thousand nine hundred dollars I, I was right. only willing Thank to you. give you a 10. i'll give you an iou <laughs> yeah yeah no kidding so okay so the big story and in here we didn't want to talk politics yeah that's all we've talked about uh, of course, the recall, and we can condense it down, but it's But we it's need to talk Tuesday. about the recall. Yeah, we need to. Recall election Tuesday. Finally, yeah. uh, the, the, finally, it, it's, been a, it's been a long time coming, uh, but voters in District 3 are going to finally decide whether Catherine Alvarez should remain in office or not. Uh, the reason she's being recalled is because she didn't disclose uh, her, her criminal past, uh, and people... Uh, behind the recall effort, things that voters had a right to know, and this is like a fresh election, and let people decide whether she right. should be recalled or not. Right. Uh, right. It's Tuesday, but the voting is, or if you want to do early voting, you can vote right now. There's a couple thousand people have already voted. Uh -huh. You know, there's a lot of canvassing doing on the uh, yes, on, yeah. on the recall. So there's there's this motivated 
group of residents and volunteers. Uh, and, you know, she says it's a right-wing conspiracy to get her out, which is not because all the people running it are from all different parties on there, so it's not one party or anything like that. Uh, but the one thing that's kind of interesting is you would have thought that she would be, you know, be out there or talking to people why they should keep her mm -hmm. because it was about, you know, what she did before she got elected. Right. But then it's like, well, what have you done since then? Mm -hmm. So make your case. And she can't. And she can't. See, she there's can't. nothing. There's nothing. Well, especially the other day. I mean, come on, at least have a pertinent point on why you wanted to select any mm -hmm. these people. She's missed more council meetings in the last three months. So show your face. Give your opinions, fight for your job if you really think that you can help the people. Absolutely. And she hasn't done that. She hasn't done it. I want to read, um, I, I, I pulled up a letter. Uh, Rick Rodriguez, former mayor, wrote, uh -huh. wrote a letter um, about the recall. It just went out. I want to read a small portion of it. This is, this is what he had to say. Let me, uh, let me find it really quick. It's kind of a lengthy letter, but it's basically he's talking about why he's going to be uh, voting, voting yes. Give me one second. Sure, Keep, sure. Yeah, go sure. ahead. You want me to sing? Yeah. I'm there. I can <laughs> sing in there and stuff. So, well, we're going to talk, uh, we're going to do a couple of restaurant reviews. Actually, we're going to do mm -hmm. one restaurant review. Okay, we'll so, talk so about, there okay, we go. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Restaurant review over. Okay. <laughs> so, so Rick, Rick talks about, you know, her, her criminal history. And then he says, had Miss Alvarez revealed this information and she still was elected, then hey, I could live with that, as disappointing as it would be. But I don't believe she would have been elected had voters known the truth about Miss Alvarez. Many others agree, which is the reason she's being recalled. Right. I think that was very well yeah. said. Yeah. And it, it hits on the nail on the head. It's not about anything else. It's about whether voters had all the information when they voted in right. 2020. Right. That's all and, and for him, too, Catherine Alvarez came to his house with a mm -hmm. bullhorn at 11 o'clock at night before she got on the council. Mm -hmm. So because she wanted, you know, free rent. So it's, yeah, yeah. There's going to be, you know, we'll talk more after the, yeah. the once we get the, re the results of the election. Because there's, there's going to be repercussions. Whether she's recalled or she isn't, there's right. going to be repercussions in Downey. Right, so we'll right. Talk about that. And, and hopefully, I mean, less than one week from today, I mean, it's immediate. Mm -hmm. There's nobody filling the seat because there will be another re election for that. But it's immediate. She's immediately off that day. So it the very really? next, yeah, the oh, very next day, she's no longer a council person. Okay. So that'll be very interesting to tell. Interesting. And I, you know what? I, for one, I mean, again, it's been going on for a year because they were so close to getting it and everything else. I can't tell you how much work has gone into that from the community. These yeah. are community people. We had them on the show uh, the last time, uh, and the, uh, two of the leaders of that. But anyways, uh, yeah, it's coming to an end. But this weekend and uh, Monday and Tuesday, there will be a lot of people canvassing and working hard toward voting yes to recall. Do, do you ever worry? Do you think there will be any kind of voter fatigue in Downey? Because it seems like it's one election after another. It, it has been, but I'll tell you, because of Catherine Alvarez's election, I think people have woken up and says, hey, we got to start taking this more seriously. Yeah. The former mayors did that. We got together and we said, we can't take our hour off the ball. We need to, and all of us are different persuasions, different ideology, different mm -hmm. on there, but we have one really strong common passion is that we love and our former mayors of the great city of Downey. Yeah. So having said that, we want only what's best for the city. So that's why we're, we're looking at candidates that are interested. If you want our expertise, you want our, our vetting, you 
you want our, our strategy, you want our money even, right. and our endorsement, you gotta come to us and we'll ask you some tough questions. Yeah. But uh, I think to, to answer your question directly, yes and no, but I think people at least have woken up and taken it seriously. To have a recall, to put it on the ballot, to have it in, you know, we're hoping it's successful, we think it will be, in the history our city was, you know, founded in 1873 and incorporated in mm -hmm. 1956. That's a big, big deal. Yeah. We've only had a couple of sleazy council people, you know, that didn't serve out. You had, you know, Luis Marquez that walked away from the job his last year in office. You had, I mean, Sean resigned on the first some mysterious something, something. So mm -hmm. you haven't had too many things happen with the council, mm. whether we agreed with their votes or not, right. it's a different story, right? It's historic for sure. Yeah, so, yeah. so we'll, we'll so, follow up on that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, absolutely. We'll talk about that. Absolutely. Um, Mario, other big news. Uh, it was reported last week that Frantones is likely going to be closing and be replaced with a Chick-fil-A. Mm -hmm. um, I have some strong feelings about this. Um, I'm, obviously, I'm not, I'm not a fan of it. It's super, and, you know, Frantones... You know they're they're making a personal business decision, so it's nobody's being forced out. Let's let's be clear about that. Um, but it, it's a bummer. It's a bummer yeah, for sure. Yeah, we there are so many occasions. We you know Frantone's been part of our mainstay of our community. We go there for you know the last three chiefs police chiefs retirement. We fill that place up with former chiefs and and police department personnel and and so many different events. You know we've always enjoyed having lunch there, going mm -hmm. there, the pizzas and everything else. They have so a nice they, banquet room. They have there. a nice banquet room, nice people. You stable food. You know what yeah. you're getting. So it is that. It's it's another yeah. piece of historic downy that's right. going away um you know having said that though uh i've heard the numbers that you know mm -hmm. this outside people came in and offered them a ton of money yeah and you know for they their families no. they couldn't say no so i feel bad for them and yet you know they're going to be happy in their retirement so yeah. good for them the other part from our standpoint okay a chick-fil-a i get it we have two in Downey, we now have one down in Imperial, and we have the one here on Firestone Boulevard. I'm going to say to everybody what I always said about the Seventh McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Okay, Downey residents, the Seventh McDonald's came into the city of Downey because of us, mm -hmm. because of us residents. McDonald's is not stupid. McDonald's Corporation and the franchise owner and so forth. If they couldn't, if we the residents of Downey wouldn't be supporting the six McDonald's mm -hmm. to a great extent. They wouldn't have built the seventh McDonald's, right? Mm -hmm. So the city of Downey, when something is zoned for a particular, you know, fast food, right? The seventh McDonald's is on the corner of Breeze and Firestone when that came in, right? So that's zoned for fast food. So the city of Downey can't tell that property owner says, we want a Jack in the Box. We want an Arby's. We mm -hmm. want blah, blah. We can't. We can right. suggest it. But they're like, no, we're it putting a McDonald's. Mm -hmm. So by law, the zoning is all we can do. Mm -hmm. And once it's zoned for something. So the city of Downey, unlike what people think, we don't pick and choose winners. Mm -hmm. We incentivize certain ones. Mm -hmm. You know, we wanted Benny Hanna to the promenade. So we incentivize them that taxes 10 years from now are going to yeah. be a little bit less for mm -hmm. your kind of stuff. But we can't pay somebody and we can't yeah. dictate what it is. Yeah, it's, it's still a shame, though, because it it's... You know, a place like Rentones—that's part of Downey's identity. Yeah, is part of the is part of the is is what makes Downey special as a community. And more and more, I think we're we're seeing Downey become identical to every other city. Yeah. You can drive from one community to another, and it, it all looks the same. Yeah. And so this 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 is going to be Downey's 
third Chick-fil-A. Um, it, it's 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 too bad. I'm I'm really disappointed. You know who comes in, by the way, Chick Fil A, just like the one on Firestone there. Chick Fil A in the Habit. They mm. they're kind of like you, whenever you see a Chick Fil A somewhere, yeah. usually you see a Habit. Yeah. Because I think they have the same uh, uh, real estate folks on there, so I think it also will have a Habit down there. Yeah. So which will make Pico Rivera happy because obviously that's at the end of the sure, downy. Sure, right on the So border. they're gonna from a business standpoint, if mm -hmm. I'm Chick Fil A, it's a great spot. Because you're going to gather from it, two cities. It you know? is. But also, you know, the traffic there already is terrible. Yeah. And also, there's a little elementary school there. Yeah. I don't know which school it is. Yeah. I'm not looking. I think it's going to be a mess. Yeah. And it's, it, I don't know. I, I, I'm i kind of bummed out about it. I'm yeah. going to miss Frontones. Yeah. It was an old reliable. We got to go there for lunch before they close down. Yeah. I think they're three or four months or something. We like should. That. There's, we yeah, should, they didn't give yeah. a timetable. Yeah. But we, the we, good, good thing, the one in Cerritos is still going to be open. So it's not the same. It's not, it's the, not the, the same. That, I know. But I mean, I'm talking from a family. <laughs> standpoint the name and the whole thing and yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, know. I, know. I know. I know. I mean, we still have penis pizza. I, I guess. Know. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. So Safe we still penis have. pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Speaking of food. Speaking of food. Okay, so you and I. It was very nice. The owners of the new restaurant on Downey uh, on Firestone. Firestone Boulevard. I was looking at the wrong camera. Which camera am I looking at? That <laughs> camera or that camera? So I was looking straight yeah. ahead, Steph, but there's no. Um, so the owners of this new restaurant called Diosa. And Diosa is a play, you know, Dios means, you know, God and Diosa, so God is. Um, and you and I, they were nice. They said they listened to our podcast. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Diosa. We mm -hmm. appreciate you guys listening. So they invited us for a friends and family taster before a couple of days ago before it opened up uh, to the public. So we weren't expecting what we saw. Uh -huh. It's absolutely gorgeous. They spared, they spent millions and millions and millions and millions on renovating it and building mm -hmm. it from scratch. It's where the old hometown buffet uh, used to be, uh, but there's nothing reminiscent of that. It's a 10,000 square foot restaurant, which is mm -hmm. huge by restaurant standard. Yeah. Um, but it was nice. The owners told us that, look, they heard about the Ojos Locals mm -hmm. uh, situation. Yeah. Um, they were originally going to be a margarita testing thing, and then they didn't want to be too close to, uh, you know, Tiempo uh, mm -hmm. Cantina yeah. and so forth. That's over on Paramount. So they literally went to Cabo San Lucas in Acapulco, and they scouted high-end resort-type uh, facilities and mm -hmm. looks and feels and the quality of food and stuff. Yeah. And what they came up with was this. And you walk in, you're like, this. This mm -hmm. is the nicest restaurant in Downey. So we now have an amazing restaurant there. And you and I tasted the food. And what do you think, your impression of everything? So so first of all, I, I was way underdressed walking in there. Um, it, yeah. it blew me away. Yeah. It, it blew me away. It, you're... You're 100% right. Without question, it's the nicest restaurant in, in, in Downey. It's a place where, you could, where you're where you going to go for a date. It, it's, it's a high-end type of place. The food was spectacular. Um, the drinks look good. I didn't have any because it was the middle of the day. I working. didn't either because yeah. I had to go do a funeral afterwards, and I didn't want to be yeah. drunk at a funeral, but, but I wanted to drive one. They, they had a bar, and what I liked, they also had drink carts. So when they're, yeah. when they're eating, they, they walk around with drink carts, and you could just order get a drink yeah. right off the cart. Yeah. Um, great staff, um, a lot of staff, a lot of employees. I think it was 150 employees they yeah. hired. I mean, they brought to the community there, and yeah. it's going to be all high end. The owner the also server. said that they were also they, they were scouting restaurants in, in in Las Vegas, the higher end restaurants, and they kind of wanted to 
incorporate that into this location. Very nice uh, valley parking. Yeah. It, it was all top notch yeah. and it, it was it's exciting for down. Yeah. I went on their website and they actually have rules mm-hmm. for it. Like for example, there's no kids under 12 after 7 p.m. Ah, you know, okay. on, on Friday and Saturday because they want a high end and sure. they want you know, and that's okay as long as they're right. telling you up front, right? Right. And you can't, you know, if you're having a birthday dinner, you can't bring a big balloon because mm-hmm. for the other guest, they right. said it very nicely, Good. but it was kind of like right. to for the rest of the guest enjoyment. Because you know, you know what? Some, my, my concern is sometimes you get you know nice restaurants, but they become a little trashy. Yeah. You know, I don't get that impression with, no. with Diosa. No. I feel like is... they have really high standards, and they're yeah. going to try to maintain. Yeah. So. Okay, so you and I laughed about this. So when the Ojos, Ojos local situation, the, the city council passed a dress code, if you mm-hmm. will, for our restaurants and waitresses and so forth. And one of them was, I think, yeah, this is just kind of, you laugh because one of them was that the cleavage had to be less than three inches or something yeah. showing. So we all laugh because, like, who's going to measure it? Let me go it? up to that. Oh, sorry, you're yeah. in violation of the mm-hmm. code, which is, I don't know, just kind of, it's, Overkill. It was dumb. It was overkill, right? And we don't want to. We don't want sexy. Uh, you know, uh, we don't want them to be improperly dressed. But you know, mm-hmm. anyways. So the tequila ladies that came to our table mm-hmm. in the cart and the beautiful tequilas in the whole bed. Um, I don't know if they met the three inch. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. But we talked about it afterwards. Yeah. It's like, okay, who's going to measure? They, you know, they were very attractive and they didn't look sleazy to us. But no. they definitely did not fit the three inch code thing. No. And I've been married, and I've been married thirty eight years, and I'm I'm a grandpa of four and got five kids. I'm not trying to be, yeah, you know, a perv. But they were nicely but dressed. It, it was it was it's interesting because you know we, we're talking about all his locals and how do you? I'm I'm playing devil's advocate, but like how do you deter, who determines what's you know, quote unquote sleazy or not? Yeah. I don't know. There's no. What's the definition? Yeah. I, I I don't know. Just a, yeah. such a gray area there. Well, I know? think the the biggest telltale on everything is that do people go there? Mm-hmm. Okay, and so like the seventh McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Okay, if are we, if we bring in the business, then you know mm-hmm. that's how you know you 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 reward a business by your dollars by mm-hmm. going there. So if families right. aren't going to go there. They're, you know, Toho's locals or whatever, they won't. And that right. they shouldn't. Well, I don't, but know? I don't think fam- families probably aren't the target demographic. No, and they're not the target for this place either. This no. is too high end. I'd be afraid of taking my, you know, grandkids there because it's almost too nice. By the way, so the food. Okay, all right. So somebody laughed at me the other day and said, hey, your show's funny. You guys uh-huh. are talking about h- hardcore politics or something. Uh-huh. And then you switch to a restaurant Ooh, review. Yeah. So. Um, they gave us a sampler taster kind of thing. There was, you know, six of us, and they brought two different things for all of us. So they had an ahi tower, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. They had a guacamole, a smoked guacamole that they bring with the lid on it, with the smoke. And then they say it tastes different, and they bring hand-cut chips, and they tasted different. Yeah. It, it had its own unique flavor. I yeah. love that. Uh, the lobster enchiladas were amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean in a gooey white sauce. Uh, the langostino appetizer was beautiful. Uh, what else did we have? The oh, the carnitas on the skillet thing. That was just those were nachos, I think. On there uh, were those nachos? No, the carnita one. Remember the the, the shredded beef carnitas oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the yeah. uh, on the plate on the right. hot sizzling plate. Mm-hmm. That was great. Yeah. Um, the chicken poble um, uh, in the chicken molano, excuse me, mole, uh, poblano and mole. 
Um, that was really good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mole yeah. guy, I love mole. Yeah. So we're giving a little description of some of these things. Then the desserts, they have a guava cheesecake uh, that it was okay. It was in my favorite. Really, it was my favorite. Oh, really? Was my favorite. Oh, yeah, that was my favorite. I like the creme brulee because oh, yeah, yeah, with the good. fruits on the top, because when you get to the bottom, the whole layer is like a chocolate fudge yes. uh, or a chocolate brownie thing. Which I didn't bottom. know about the chocolate at first. I did. Yeah. I found it. I was yeah. telling the manager there when he came by. Yeah. So if you get the cream brulee, there's a little fun surprise at the bottom. I thought it was great. My only criticism is, uh, I maybe just me, I dropped two forks. Uh -huh. I think because the plates are kind of curved a little bit. Yeah. So when you place, when I place the uh -huh. forks on the plate, they kind of slid off. Right. And I did it twice. Uh -huh. uh, and I saw another person do it too. That was my only criticism. Maybe they can fix it because, you know, forks yeah. were falling all over the place. Yeah. Uh, but the food was just spectacular. It was. It mm. was. I love the presentation. I love the quality. I'm excited for us. We deserve a really good restaurant. So we're giving and got a great review because it's the truth. We're, we don't get anything from it. We kind of mm -hmm. liked that the guy had watched our show. Yeah. So which kind of shows they did their homework a little mm -hmm. bit. They want to know a little bit more about Downey. Yeah. Why not t listen or, you know, talking Downey, you yeah. know? So, you know, we, we can't get a Trader Joe's, but we got Diosa. Yeah. Know? I'm okay <laughs> That's right. That. That's I'm right. Okay no other that. city around here has Diosa. No. Yeah. No, Norwalk isn't getting yeah. uh, Diosa. Hey, your reporter, uh, Alex Dominguez, called me on the Trader Joe's thing. Uh -huh. And we laughed about it because Councilman Trujillo had brought it up that we should have a big rally. Yeah. And Alex called me up. He says, Which, you know, can you give me a quote on what are your thoughts? Is that worth mm -hmm. it? I'm like, of course it's worth it. Mm -hmm. I'm there. You know, they told us three times when we went there and met with them that we were not their demographics and we weren't going to be in there five right. years, but we should always keep going after them. Right. So uh, I still get in trouble for that. Uh, you know, I, I told, you know, we, on the, the Patriot has a podcast, the, the, the live wire. And we talked, I talked to Alex Dominguez about uh, Trader Joe's. And what I told him was, I, I don't even know how much Downey really wants a Trader Joe's. I think it's more of an entitlement thing. Yeah. I don't think it's even that people even want to shop there. Yeah. I think people feel entitled because we're Downey and we deserve a Trader Joe's because we're such a nice city yeah. and how dare them for not wanting to be here. Yeah. That's my perspective. Yeah. I, I don't know. Even if they do one day open up in Downey, right. I don't know if they're going to be successful. Right, I don't right. Know. Well, so uh, we, you know, everybody knows I'm, I'm a deacon in the Catholic Church for 20 years. So we, Ann and I just got transferred uh, to be the new deacon at St. Philip the Apostle in Pasadena, right? So, I mean, like tonight we have baptism class and we'll do baptism Saturday and Sunday, of course, a couple of masses. But there's two Trader Joe's by our parents mm -hmm. and on the way home. And there's also a Bristol Farms, which is kind of high end thing. So the one thing about Trader Joe's, there's certain a couple of things that you know we love. There's certain kind of cheeses mm -hmm. that I like that only Trader Joe's has. Mm -hmm. But Trader Joe's, you know, from a family perspective, you almost have to buy, you have to eat it. You can't buy too much food mm -hmm. because it, there's not a lot of preservatives. It's mm -hmm. natural food thing, so mm -hmm. it goes bad in four days. Right. So it's kind of a little catch yeah. thing. But we're enjoying it. I want my cheeses or certain things. We're stopping yeah. on the way back. So now I got two on the way home from church, okay? so But <laughs> so I would love good. one. So I'm good. Well, yeah, I would go. I mean, it came in down here. But you're right. I think it's an entitlement. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think we deserve it. I think we can support it. And I would support us continuing to go by, yeah. uh, go after them. I mean, I'm not a hypocrite. Just like, you know, the Tesla thing. Mm -hmm. I can't say that Tesla is, is you know, we wanted you Tesla. Right. And now some other city wants you. I can't say you're a bad company. Yeah. So, uh, you sure. know, we wanted Trader Joe's. We still, we went after them. We didn't get them. 
and that doesn't mean we shouldn't go after them again. Yeah, but at a certain point, don't we just have to preserve our dignity, you know? I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to go begging people for a Trader Joe's. You uh, know? I'm okay with a little begging. Trader Joe's pretty pleased. Well, I'll tell you, the last time I met with them three times, and the last time was with Gilbert Levis. We were in San Diego, mm -hmm. International Conference of Shopping Centers, and we met with them. I had an assigned time and the whole thing with their real estate people and, and Gilbert Levis and myself. And we were in the room. And then that's when they told us. Um, you know, I made that comment. It gets me in trouble, so I won't use exact words. But basically, you're saying, you know, the demographics aren't there. Okay. And you're not going to be for the next five years. Right. And we made our case. Look, we have this, this, and that. We can do this, this, and that. These are our profiles. This is our medium household income, our medium house income, blah, blah, blah. We've supported this, this, and that. Yeah, thanks. And you know, there, is, no there, there really isn't a Trader Joe's in all of Southeast LA County. No. There's one in Cerritos. Cerritos. Cerritos but there's right. none over in, it's not, there's none in Downey, yeah. Pico Rivera, Bell Gardens. There, yeah. There's none over here. So so this is funny. My mm -hmm. wife and I were in Cerritos. This is now three or four or five years ago, right? Yeah. I, I was already off the council. And we're checking out, and we said something, and somebody said, oh, I wish we had closer to the person ahead of us. I wish we had closer to one, two. And the cashier says, um, where do you live? They said, oh, we live in Downey, mm -hmm. right? So I'm just behind, and she goes, I wish we had one. The cashier says to the customer ahead of us, uh -huh. doesn't know who I am or mm -hmm. could care less. On there, yeah. On there, uh, Trader Joe's. Uh, on there, they have a bad taste. On there, uh, some former mayor that said some things about him or whatever. <laughs> Are you serious? I, I am not kidding you. And I, we looked at him, he laughed. And I told the young man, young man, I'm the former mayor. Yeah. And it wasn't me saying it, it was Trader Joe saying it oh, that funny. our demographics wouldn't fit on there. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, I'm sorry, sir. I go, no, no harm done. I just wanted you to know. What a coincidence. But, but yeah, and what a crazy story that that's that story out there. Yeah. Well, it's all because that's of you. That's what people believe. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you reported what I said. At the town hall. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good show, Mario. Yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff. It was a busy week, yeah. I think uh, we'll, next week we'll talk about the results of the, uh, you know, the results the of the recall. And maybe we'll tell you a little bit more about who Tim Horn is. Uh, Timothy, 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 <laughs> Timothy Horn is, Timothy Horn. and we'll go from there, and we'll have a couple other reviews for you. Restaurant. Only his friends call him Tim. Only his friends. We don't. We're not his friends. We. It's Timothy. Did he say that? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a good story right I'm there. Yeah, kidding. no kidding. I'm so, anyways, folks. So listen, stay with us. Uh, we appreciate it. Please listen to us. We just saw recently we were over 20,000 uh, viewers. And, and uh, you know, we want to bring what our show, uh, Talking Downey, we want to know about what you want us to report on. Are we on the right track talking about that? Eric doesn't want to talk about politics. We end up talking politics because Downey right now, a lot of things are political. But we want to ranch out and talk about other great things that are happening in the city and you know we want to listen, hear from you. Uh, a couple of people on our uh, Instagram posted a couple of nasty things because they misread what we were saying. We're not. We're, this isn't Republican or Democrat. It's got nothing to do with it. We're keeping talking Downey and, and talking about Downey stuff. So, yeah. And we want to thank Financial Partners Credit Union for sponsoring our show. They're so involved in their community. They want to make sure that we get the message and the word out. Financial Partners, a community partner, for a credit union for over 85 years. Don't join a bank. Join a credit union. <laughs> thank you, Financial Partners. Uh, thank you for listening. Have a great weekend, and we're going to talk to you guys soon again. Great. Thanks for listening. Talking Downey with Mario and Eric.